Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We are going to be discussing Daredevil from Netflix episode three today. Um, what did you think of episode three, David Robertson from Maladjusted.tv? Man, I got to be honest. It, oh my god, that opening scene in the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. I think I got a partial. Like, <laughs> okay, I was going to say it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, <laughs> which I think is what you're getting at, is that they said this was going to be a grittier take on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a grittier no part kidding. of that universe, but I mean, damn. I right? mean, damn. That was, uh, when he takes the already shattered bone of the, 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 the character and then rips it and tears it and turns it and then bashes his head with a bowling ball. Uh, I was pretty disgusted myself. Right. When the bone goes through the arm, mm-hmm. I'm instinctively looking around to shield my children's eyes and then I realized I don't have children. <laughs> You're like wanting to shield future generations from this horror. <laughs> right. So I just sat there with my hands on my crotch the entire time. Um, it w- <laughs> don't need to know about where your hands went when you had a partial. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, it was it was really really gross. It was so gross. I am uh, Healy. Healy had a really interesting fighting style, um, and I liked that he yes. was kind of a a good challenger for Matt Murdock. Yeah. Um, when they finally get to fight in that final scene, uh, they, they you know. He, he he reminded me of a cleaner Matt Murdock. Like he was still doing a lot of punching and kicking and just striking, um, right. but his he was just quicker and 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 you know more direct. I guess because you know he's not blind. Um, mm-hmm. That it was really really a it was, it was a cool matchup. I, I liked him. I I, I I haven't had time. We're watching this and immediately doing podcasts about them. So I haven't had right. time to like go and do research which one of these are characters from the comics. I'm not sure, but he seemed like he might have been a character from the comics. Yeah, <laughs> except I, for his untimely demise so quickly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Up until that moment, I actually had considered, based on the bowling alley scene, that he might be Bullseye. And then, I was like, oh, well, that's not happening. Yeah, we discussed it on the <laughs> podcast the other day. Apparently, uh, Stephen S. DeKnight uh, said that he's considering bringing Bullseye and Elektra in for season two, oh. which means there's probably not in season one. <laughs> right. Um, I, 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 I thought that was a strange thing to announce because it's like, hey, by the way, we're thinking about using them for season two. Oh, well, I have, guess that means they're not in season Have one. they said anything about um, him possibly being in the... Uh, the brown and gold uniform before he hits the red uniform at the end or you know i they, i do not know i haven't done any okay i've intentionally avoided most spoilers for the this uh i uh, have to this show um but i have not heard anything about what costumes um i'm assuming based on the fact that in the uh in the opening sequence you see the red uniform right with the with the little devil horns or whatever Gorgeous opening sequence. Gorgeous, gorgeous opening sequence. Love that opening sequence. Totally gorgeous. And it's like like a blood-soaked justice. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come uh, on. It's just... I felt like I was watching Hannibal of the Marvel Universe. It was really amazing. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really a cool opening. I mean, this whole show is just hitting on everything I needed to do. Um, this I will say, this episode was a little slower than the first two. Uh, it, I feel like it didn't have as much going on as I, I wasn't as a uh, uh, you know. In, as engaged as I was with those first two, but I still uh, it, it, it didn't have any missteps at all. I I didn't feel like I, it was slower, but I really enjoyed seeing Matt Murdock in the courtroom setting. I enjoyed seeing uh, actually seeing how good Foggy is as a lawyer, like because up to yeah. this point he's, he's kind of been the bumbling guy. He's a damned fool. Yeah, so <laughs> they very deliberately made him the bumbler. Um, just to uh, it's sort of to make Matt look all that much better, and I was hoping we right. would see some coolness out of him, and I, th- I think we did for sure. I I would totally agree with you on that. Um, but Matt's ending uh, arguments, his closing arguments were friggin' amazing. Uh, they were. He may they were. He, he may well face a judgment of his own making. Wonderful foreshadowing oh, to so the good. character's suicide later. Well, well, there's that. Oh, yeah, that's 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 a good point. I didn't think about that. I was just yeah. thinking that that was almost a straight up daredevil threat. Um, oh, yeah, it, it totally was. It totally it was. But you're right. Meaning. You're you're right. That's 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 a good call. I really loved I, the, the line was like, but outside, outside of these walls, yeah, man. he may well face <laughs> demise of his own making. Oh man, that was a uh, some pretty intense. Words from Mr. Murdoch. Yeah, I don't know who played Healy, but he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, uh, when he's talking about how like by not killing him, by making him reveal his employer, like how he's like essentially killed him and killed his family. Yeah, no, and and that's the thing. Even after he kills himself, that's still the case. It's such a tragic end to that character that, of course, we didn't like. But I still feel bad for him. He did a great job of playing in that first scene when he's playing a. uh, I we didn't really discuss the beginning of the bowling scene where he's he comes in kind of uh, like he's just a guy looking to bowl. I bought it. I you know I did. I thought for sure that they're going to treat this guy bad, and we're going to get a sense of how bad citizens are treated in Hell's Kitchen. But then it turned right. out he was he was the one who knocks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> nice call back to Breaking Bad. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. But he, he did a really good job of being like a Ned Flanders type. He did a really good job of, of being like the cold-hearted <laughs> bastard that is just used to all this, and this is how it goes down. And then... My God, he really hit it out of the park when he's actively frightened at the end. Like, mm-hmm. this is a guy. Like, I mean, I understand he's a balding, like redheaded dude, but give this man leading roles. Oh. For God's sake, <laughs> you can, this man uh, deserves it. I do feel like really great redheaded actors are a little, a uh, little short shrift. <laughs> They are. Like, it's a bummer. Yeah, I always think of the guy who's, who played uh, Warshack in uh, The Watchmen. Okay. Like, he's kind of yeah. like this redheaded dude, and, and he, uh, man, I loved his acting in that movie, and I feel like he doesn't really get many roles, except for playing Freddy Krueger, apparently, in yeah. the new Freddy, which was awesome. Why, why isn't that guy in anything? That guy is like, that guy should be the Christian Bale of, of the last 10 years, like, since Watchmen came out. Like, I it totally really agree. should be. But he's a redhead, so he's screwed. Gingers, man, they get a, uh, they get a uh, treated poorly in Hollywood. <laughs> they do, they do. I think it's that no soul myth. I, 
<laughs> True. Maybe so. Maybe so. But but I think this guy showed he had a soul. Damn. That and, yeah. and come on, uh, talking about it being brutal and that scene being bru- that first scene being brutal. Him stabbing himself through the head with that spike. I knew as soon as he gave that speech, he was going to kill himself. I like, I was like, oh, he's going to yeah. kill himself. But then they shocked me still with the right. way his method of suicide. I've, I was like, that is not the easiest way to do that. Yeah. Like, you hey, take chosen- that fish, Mooney's eye. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, they say Gotham. We see your whatever, and we raise you. <laughs> We take, we see your scooped eye, and we raise you a spike through the head. Hashtag self inflicted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh wow. Um. So so uh, the the rest of this episode, I, I definitely obviously they're going somewhere with Karen. She went to the reporter. Right. We've got this reporter who's searching, and he's got a he's got a sick wife, and he's uh. You know, they they just kind of like put the pieces in place this episode for that that uh, that storyline to go somewhere wherever it ends right. up going. I will say the 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 guy playing Ben Urich is good. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with him, but I actually miss uh, Joe Pantaloni from the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Like I actually miss that actor. Like I really like that actor. Can we not make it through an episode of the no! Daredevil cast without mentioning? <laughs> nope. Nope. Weekend. Just like I can't talk about Batman without bringing up the the animated series. That's true. Yeah, we, these things are there to funny. compare. I guess. Uh, well, man, I I thought this episode was pretty really solid, and it was. It, it sets up the world of the Matt Murdock as a lawyer and how that might work, even with him defending someone who he knows is guilty. Um, you still get the sense. That he can do that and still using his um, alter ego make justice happen. Oh yeah, yeah. So and that's that's neat. The typical comic book thing where justice failed. Now I must become Daredevil. But it's particularly interesting. <laughs> I, I thought I didn't know uh, from from previous incarnations or whatever uh, of Daredevil that he was a defense attorney, uh, and I find that particularly interesting <laughs> that he is the one working to get people off, and then he's. Uh, Seeking justice outside the courtroom. <laughs> it seems so. It seems so uh, counterintuitive and a little, little backwards, you know. But yeah, I, but, I but dig it's it. fun that way. Oh yeah, I totally dig it. I totally dig it. Um, yeah, I was sad we didn't see Rosario Dawson's character back in this episode. I, I realized there wasn't really anything for her to do, and you don't got to show everybody every episode. But I was kind of no, hoping just she'd be want back her stitching up somebody in the courtroom. <laughs> She's just in the back. With just that, with that hood up. on, with the cutout eyes, <laughs> she's just <laughs> hanging out in the back of the courtroom. Don't mind me. I, I I'm a little the whole Rosaria Dawson thing. Uh, I know this By is. The way, why, why does she have Christian Bale's Batman voice? Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm stitching up someone in the back of the courtroom. I, oh, I, I will say he did it better than Christian Bale by far. But I think Charlie uh-huh. Cox's Daredevil voice toward the end of this episode, when he's on the ground, who is he? <laughs> Give me a name. Like it was like a good version of the Christian Bale Batman voice. Yeah. It was like what I it could have been if Christian Bale hadn't sounded like he had a cold. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't feel like he was do like putting like. Would it be an affectation on his voice? Is that right? I don't feel. I, I just felt like he was angry. Yeah, that's all yeah. I felt well, like. Well, I felt it, like he it, was doing a, maybe a slight affectation, but it just the way Christian Bale did it 
made it sound like he had a cold. It was like, yeah, like he has strep throat. Yeah, it's real strange, really, really strange. Um, so what do you? We got, we're probably about out of time, but what uh, what did you think of Fisk? Man, a guy a guy on the roundtable, the other show I do, um, said that you know made a comment the other day that no one ever said, "Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio, that can't be good." No one ever said that. We haven't seen much of him, but yeah. I'm, I'm psyched. Like he's always amazing, so I'm on board. Yeah, I don't really know much of D'Onofrio. I, I can't. I couldn't name anything else he's been in. I uh, didn't do my research, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I know. He, I know. He, he just just from what I've seen, he, he's really good. And I just thought that first establishing moment of him mm-hmm. is real. Was really important to where they're going to go with the character. They're not going yeah. for one of my. Incre- one of the incredibly important things to uh, having a good villain is having a villain that you can identify with and understand and has his own motivations right. and setting him up by the first thing he says is this makes me feel alone. It's yeah, so he's relating to all the comic book geeks out there. <laughs> so alone. It's so it's so affecting. It's so um you know, pathetic. <laughs> like I'm just right? like nah. I'm, I, yeah. I was very, I was very um, affected by it. I thought that was interesting. Basically, um, they're making Kingpin a redditor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alone, so I must exact vengeance on the world. Interesting. I, I'm not sure. I don't know where they're going uh, with it, but <laughs> the opinions of Dave about redditors are not the opinions of the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. <laughs> well, I thought this episode was great. Uh, thank you for being on the show, David Robertson from Maladjusted.tv. You are um, so welcome. Thank everyone you. Everyone should go check out Maladjusted.tv and see some videos that Dave makes. Um, we Matt's are in a bunch of them. I am. I am in a bunch of them. Um, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast um, in partnership with Forty Five Magazine. Check them out at forty five magazinecom um, If you want to help us out, it would really be a huge thing if you would leave an iTunes five star review or just subscribe on iTunes so we can uh, be in your ear holes more often. Um, if you uh, want to leave some feedback for us, hit us up at MCUcast on Twitter. Uh, mcucast.wordpress.com facebook.com slash mcucast mcucast at gmail.com for an email or just call us at 573-CAST-MCU and leave your voicemail feedback we would love to hear uh, some voicemails about Daredevil um, well guys this is that's, that's all for us today um, we'll be back tomorrow with episode 4 of Daredevil um, so come back and listen to us and no, no matter what do yourself and and us a favor. Don't sign. Don't sign with Union Allied Re- Construction. Don't do it. Don't sign with Union Allied Construction. That non-disclosure agreement is not going to work for you. No, it's going to be in your worst interest. Mm-hmm.